Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowl Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I'm once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how's it going? It's going good, Henry. It's a nice day outside, besides the cold weather, but Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. It is January 7th. 2019 we made it to 2019 how about that mm-hmm. so uh it's a new year so we thought it would be cool to kind of talk about the movies and tv shows we are most and least anticipating right yeah um mm-hmm. yeah uh this is something i was kind of looking forward to because I think you're a little better about keeping track of what's going to come out, you know? Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I don't even know what's coming out this year. So uh-huh. uh, let's go through it and um, talk about what's coming out and talk about how much we're looking forward to certain things. Um, yeah. Uh, but before we do that, uh, a bit of geek news to talk about. You want to kick that off, Porfirio? Okay, sure. So last night was the 76th um, year for the Golden Globe Awards. Yeah. And two major comic book movies were nominated. There was Black Panther for the Best Drama category. Yep. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for Best Animated Film. Yeah. And luckily, Spider-Man won its category. Spider-Man won. I mean, I mean, it's not shocking to us because it was an amazing movie. <laughs> but yeah. going for, if you look at the list of the other movies we went up against, like Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Wreck-It Ralph 2, it's just, it it, can't, it went up against like t- some big box office movies. Sure, sure. And yeah. to just have Spider-Man win that award in its category, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. Really well deserving. Absolutely. You know, we both loved this movie. But let's be honest, it's a superhero movie. And superhero movies have not done all that well during award season, historically, right? Mm -hmm. So to see Black Panther and Into the Spider-Verse be nominated, that was very cool. You know, that was very cool when the Golden Globes announced that these two movies were nominated and hell yeah, Spider-Verse winning Best Animated Feature is, is, is really awesome, you know? I couldn't be happier about that. And um, I think with this win and the Black Panther nominations, you know, I think uh, maybe we're seeing a bit of a shift. You know, maybe we're seeing uh, some more significance and more... Um, you know, importance uh, being placed on these movies. They're not being brushed aside so much now, right? Yeah. Um, I would love to see this trend continue and have that consideration of of comic book adaptations and superhero movies be really looked upon as uh, important pieces of work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, if you don't know what the big buzz is about with into spider-verse i mean check out our last podcast where we really delved deep into it and yeah talked about how great it is like visually um story-wise sound-wise every aspect but check it out and then like you were saying um that hopefully comic book films get the recognition that they need instead of just being like for mindless people who don't know much like bill maher said about a comic book, so yeah, this is a win for us, for us geeks. Absolutely. All right, what else you got? Um, also, recently, as of two days ago, Aquaman became the highest-grossing DC film. So far, it's made eight hundred and seven, eight hundred eighty-seven million dollars, which globally it passed the record of Batman versus Superman, which was eight hundred seventy-two. So I know you weren't a big fan of that movie, but the rest of the world seems to love it. Yeah, and uh, you know, 
I'll give props to that. You know, damn, like that's incredible box office and it's very impressive, no doubt. And just to reiterate, you mentioned that this is the biggest box office of a DC movie. We're not talking about, you know, of 2018 or of the no. last few years. We're talking of all time, for, ever. Uh, for DC. Yeah, I mean, it's bigger than any Superman movie, than any Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That is phenomenal. You know, that, that is saying something there, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, I have voiced my opinions on this movie how i disliked it quite a bit um but it's quite an achievement for it to make this much money (laughs) and uh i'm kind of at a loss for words you know on one hand i think it's kind of cool you know it has a a person of color as the lead character and it has an Asian director in James Wan, you know, uh, that's, uh, I, I have to celebrate that, you know, that, that's, that's awesome, mm-hmm. you know, for a Pacific Islander lead and an Asian director to drum up this kind of business, that, that's a huge win, you know. Um, on the flip side, though, like, like, you know, I dislike this movie, and I don't want to, you know, rain on the parade of people who did like it and who are celebrating this movie. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, well, if people are watching this movie and supporting it, then these kind of movies will continue to be made. <laughs> yeah. Right? So a part of me is like, oh, well, I guess we're going to continue to see this type of entertainment, which I have said before is not my cup of tea. You know, movies that are like what I consider dumbed down, lowest common denominator <laughs> and rely on effects and and CGI, um that's not the stuff I want to see. So I'm a little conflicted here. At the same time uh as I celebrate um this victory for a lot of people of color in the industry and around the world, um yeah, it kind of makes me wonder, like, oh, great. You know, it's kind of like, it reminds me of the success of the Michael Bay Transformers movies. You know, like, I, I didn't like any of those movies. And um, when they made a lot of money, it, I, I was a bit concerned, like, oh, great, we're just going to see more of this. And sure enough, there were a lot of these types of type of movies that came out subsequently, right? So um, that's my two cents there. Um, happy on one hand, not so happy on the other. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. What else you got for free? And our last news item on the agenda is that if you're anxiously waiting for Punisher season two to come out, you don't have to wait that long. It's going to come out on Friday, January 18th. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's like days away. Yeah. It's days like, away. That's next Friday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, next Friday. Not this Friday, but the following yeah. Friday. So less than two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's such a Netflix move, too. They love to to drop these release dates within very close proximity of, uh, you know, of the current time, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting how a lot of people, what a lot of people think coming into watching the show, if it's going to be canceled right away after it airs, just like all these other previous Marvel Netflix shows have done like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. I'll suck t- to see Punisher go out like that also. Yeah. Yeah, as as excited I am for this second season of Punisher, I really wonder like, oh, are they going to give it the axe right after it releases? <laughs> you know, they did that with Daredevil season 3, right? And um, in light of all these Marvel Netflix cancellations, you almost expect it to happen, right? Yeah. And uh, it kind of puts a damper on the whole thing. So kind of unfortunate. But, you know, that all aside, I uh, I am looking forward to checking out season two for sure. You know, to be honest, I, mean, I thought Punisher was only going to have season one season because I just did not expect, like, them to be able to create a storyline out of the Punisher's character mm-hmm. and yeah. 
So for me to have a second season, I think it's a huge success. So <laughs> that's my opinion. Well, that's a very, yeah. very uh, half glass full uh-huh. point of view. You uh-huh. know, like it's great just that it it exists, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now we're looking on to the future. We're looking on to 2019. We have some big movies, some big TV shows to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Some w- and some other ones that were just like, why? Why are they making those? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, do you want to oh, start us? Go, Henry, go. Sure, yeah, just a quick comment. Um, you know, we talk a lot about movies and TV shows on this podcast, which is a comics podcast. Uh, so just a real quick note on comics. Um, I know that uh, I plan to read a lot of comics in 2019. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm not one to really like look forward to like, oh, what's coming out this year and look at the movie calendar and the TV calendar and the comics release calendar and all that. Um, but let it be known, I do plan on reading a lot of comics. And uh, let me ask you, Porfirio, um, in light of you not reading a whole lot of comics in 2018, do you plan on reading comics in 2019 i definitely do i did good good good. yeah i mean over our two-week break our holiday break i actually read a few comics oh nice i read um death of x okay which is like the prequel to the x-men versus inhuman storyline all right um it left on a major cliffhanger, so I need to continue reading the x-men versus inhuman storyline to find out what happens Mm -hmm. but I think I've mentioned in a previous podcast, I have so many comics that are in my room that I haven't read. Like, I have a Miles Morales trade that Mm -hmm. I bought so many years ago that I've never actually read, but I've been anxiously trying to get read that one ever since watching Into the Spider-Verse. There you go. Um, I have the Dark Phoenix saga storyline, Days of Future Past. Um, I still have... The Watchmen graphic novel. I have so many comics I need to catch to read that I just laying in my room. Yeah, awesome. And, well, yeah. So let's uh, let's get on it then. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that makes me think maybe at some point this year we can have like an all comics episode and maybe talk about uh, what you thought of some of these books that have been sitting yeah. around waiting for you. Uh, I'm particularly interested in your take on Watchmen, because that's one of my most favorite comics series of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have a, a fresh set of eyes on it, I'm, I'm kind of curious. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can talk about that. But for today, we're going to talk TV and movies, our most and least anticipated shows and movies for 2019. Um, so I don't think we have to have a real strict structure here um i think we can just kind of talk free form yeah um like i said before i think Perfilio, you tend to keep better track of what's upcoming so maybe you can talk a little bit about what 2019 holds for us mm-hmm. well i mean there's a lot right now in january we got the biggest movie i could think of that comes to mind is the film glass Oh, okay. That Uh comes out this month? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And if you're not familiar with the movie, it's the third film in the series for... um, It was... The second movie was called Split, but the first one was called... What was the first one called? uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. Which starred Bruce Willis. The second one started James McAvoy. uh, McAvoy, yeah. McAvoy. Mm -hmm. And this one, it starts... um, the two along with Samuel Jackson. Yep. And so that's going to be a big one to look out for too, because one, yeah, like I said, it's the third film in the series and two, it's got real, like real, no competition this month. Right. Right. So check that one out. Um, but yeah, we got a whole bunch of other movies to look forward to. Number one, I'm pretty sure is on both of our lists. I don't know if it's on your list. It's definitely on my list is Endgame. Yes. Avengers Endgame, which comes oh, yeah. out in April. The event of the year is uh-huh. Avengers Endgame at the end of April. No question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we can talk a little bit more in depth here because 
um, you know, someone like me who doesn't keep track of what's uh, upcoming, you know, um, this was definitely on my radar, obviously. And um, I really didn't think about, like, how I'm going to prepare for this movie. Like, I definitely thought about it with Infinity War, you know. Uh, you and I both did that whole uh, rewatching of mm-hmm. all the MCU movies leading up to Infinity War. And um, we even had, like, countdown episodes, like, multiple. Like, we had, like, what, four or five? We had five. Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when the movie came out, we were just so juiced you know there's all this anticipation and it was fun you know that was a lot of fun so on one hand i don't want to rewatch every single mcu movie again um but on the other hand i do want to do some sort of like ritual some sort of preparation some kind of hype yeah that was so fun like getting mm. prepared and and like psyched up for infinity war i want to do something like that mm-hmm. have you thought about your game plan for Endgame? The only thing I could think of is just like watching Infinity War near when Endgame is released. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do want to do something to get me hyped. Also, like how you said, to get me psyched for Endgame. Yeah. Um, I mean, like last year, I watched a movie a week, did a review, and kind of did like a ritual of watching the trailer to Infinity War after watching every movie, which got me super hyped. Mm-hmm. But this year, I, I don't want to repeat it. Yeah, I, I don't know what my game plan is, but we could think of something. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I did think of, like this is just like within the last, you know, half an hour or so. <laughs> uh, so I might not stick to it. But um, like I said, I don't want to rewatch every single movie again. Uh, but... Uh, I think I've stated this earlier, but my favorite character in this universe is Captain America, hands down. And um, I kind of like the idea of rewatching the Captain America movies. And when I say that, I'm thinking Captain America, the first Avenger, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Civil War, and... Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be a pretty cool lead-in. Um, if I want to be more of a completionist and be like, oh, I got to watch all the movies that had Cap in it, then I would have to include Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron in there too, right? And Thor, Thor The Dark World. Very good observation for Furio because, yes, Chris Evans did appear there. Chris Evans also appeared in Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, But I guess if we were to restrict it to movies where Cap played a significant role, it would would not include Dark World. It would not include Homecoming. Okay. Um, The only reason why I wouldn't want to do the first two Avengers movies in addition to the Cap Trilogy and Infinity War is because I I just don't like Age of Ultron, so (laughs) I kind of don't want to watch that again. And I've seen the original Avengers movie like zillions of times. So I think, yeah, I'm going to state it right now that currently my plan is to watch the Cap Trilogy plus Infinity War in anticipation for Endgame. So... We'll leave it at that. And the reason why I want to do that is, one, Cap is my favorite character in the universe. But two, I'm pretty nervous here because I'm afraid Cap will not survive Endgame. Um, And I just want to sort of, I don't know, celebrate his time in the MCU. Uh, So, yeah, call it what you will, but it's like bracing for what could be the end of of cap mm-hmm. um and when i say end um it, it actually it absolutely will be the end of chris evans as captain america right we know this um whether he dies or not that's a big question and i'm really it would make me really sad if he died so i just i hope he doesn't die let's just put it that way um and that brings up another question like when i say this is definitely the end of Chris Evans as Cap. Like, 
Do you think that's the case? Do you think we'll ever see Chris Evans as cap past end game? I think maybe we will, but not at least for like another probably like five years or something. Like just as a, as like another cameo. Not possibly not for like a major storyline how you're used to, like with Cap getting his own movies or being in Avengers, but just like a quick cameo. Yeah. Like maybe like a flashback or something just to give fans that nostalgia feeling. Yeah. And for giggles. So, you know, Chris Evans tweeted that this was the end for him. You know, it, it was it was not like mysterious or anything. It was pretty pretty much straightforward and clear that he wouldn't be doing this anymore. Um, so even that said, you think he might appear as Cap in the future you know, think, in, at I, some in some degree? I honestly think yeah, he will. Okay, I mean, like you have all these. <laughs> if you just look at like cinema history, you t- you have all these people and actors and whatever saying like, oh, they're never gonna come back, and like, um, you know, the guy who played Sean or Shane in Walking Dead, he's coming back this season. Oh right, right, um, yeah. And then there's just, like, a whole bunch of other actors and actresses who always come back just to play, like, just to give, like, homage to their character eventually. Yeah. So it's, like, never say never kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't, I I kind of still think we won't see Evans' cap after Endgame, period. Um, The fact that he has been pretty vocal about it and, like, no one else has been it almost tells me, like, oh, yeah, if this is really the end, you know? Um, like, Robert Downey Jr. hasn't said a peep. I could see RDJ, like, popping up all throughout, you know, uh, future MCU movies. I could I could see that. He, he loves playing Tony Stark, right? So I, mean, I could lo- see that. He loves playing it if the, if the price is right. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, I mean, he makes tons of money for playing tony stark he loves doing it he's great at it so i could see that but just i know that chris evans like he wants to do other stuff so i I could see this as the end so i kind of want to like just spend a bit of time and like just you know embrace cap while he's still with us you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so okay uh let's leave it at that um going one little note to go off what you're saying um it may not be, I mean, it probably, I don't know if it will be the end of Captain America, but I probably most likely guarantee that there's going to be like one of those like in memory of Stan Lee. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this film is going to be like the end of an era for the MCU universe before starting phase four. Um, but this event, this movie has been like 11 years in the making. Yeah, and this was like one of the final films that Stanley got a film cameo for. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. We talked about how great the Stanley cameo was in Spider Verse, but uh, there will be more. You know, there will be Stanley cameos in Captain Marvel and Endgame, and probably more after that too. Um, so. I, yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't doubt that there will be like this sort of love fest thing with Stan Lee for uh, more movies to come, and you know for good reason, absolutely. But yeah, I mean we're both looking forward to Endgame. But before then, another Marvel movie is coming out, which is Captain Marvel. That's so right. That's that, right. That film comes out in March. Yep. Tickets now available, by the way. Which I just found out also like an hour ago. Yeah. So I need to jump on that. Yes, indeed. I got mine. Now it's time for you to get yours. Right. <laughs> and so this is going to be Marvel's first solo female movie. Yeah, this is big. Uh-huh. Definitely. Um, this is going to be basically Marvel's version of Wonder Woman. Because, I mean, Wonder Woman, when that movie came out, was a huge success yeah so much representation and everything yeah i mean wonder woman's iconic figure for decades Mm -hmm. captain marvel i wouldn't say it's like in the same status as wonder woman but it's for me it's still going to be exciting to see what marvel can do to the character yeah totally totally yeah i'm really 
looking forward to Captain Marvel also. And with anticipation with Captain Marvel and Endgame, I almost forget there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out this year. Spider-Man Far From Home comes out after Endgame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, I can't wait for this one. You know, I, I almost forgot about this. And now that it's in my brain, I'm like, oh, shoot, can't wait. Cannot wait. No, for real, yeah. And this Spider-Man film, it's going to kick off Phase 4. Right. And like we've said in a previous podcast, Jake um, Gledendale. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's a I tricky can, name. No one could ever say his name. Yeah. He's going to be cast as Mysterio. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this is going to be the first time the character is going to be in a live action movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like a first for everything. Arguably the best Spider-Man villain and Spider-Man has a lot of awesome villains, he, you know? uh, just like Batman. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, to say that uh, Mysterio is the best, you know, that's saying a lot because Spider-Man has awesome villains. You know, he's definitely one of the best Spider-Man villains, I think. So I can't wait to see, you know, how that turns out. Um, but yeah, the uh, the MCU has some strong offerings this year, so. Um, very exciting, very exciting indeed. Exactly. So, but stepping away from comics for a little bit, other movies I'm looking forward to are is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, I am. Besides any other comic book film this year, I am beyond like excited for this one. I, I mean, we I I showed you the trailer. We saw it. Yeah, and it's just like. You see all these like kaiju come out, like King Ghidorah, Mothra, Rodan, and Godzilla's gonna be fighting all of them. And it's gonna be <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I gotta admit that trailer makes the movie look pretty damn sweet. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, I wasn't a huge fan of the previous Godzilla movie, but it does seem to be the case where this movie, Godzilla: King of the Monsters seems to be correcting flaws from that movie, you know. Hopefully, yeah, because I wasn't a fan of the first one either. Oh, you weren't either? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think the consensus was that there was too much focus on the human characters, and uh, Godzilla's opponents were just kind of uninteresting, right? Was, they were like basic bugs that nobody knew about. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this movie seems to correct all that, right? A lot more focus on Godzilla and the other monsters, and yes, some very worthy opponents to Godzilla, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We got Godzilla. We got another end of an era movie, Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, yeah. I that one's gonna be that one's coming out in December at the end of the year. So it's gonna be one of the last treats that we get before the year's over. No trailer has been shown yet. This one's been yeah been kept mouth tight shut so that's exciting yeah so when a trailer finally drops that's gonna be cool and hopefully it's a big combat after the whole fuzz of the last jedi and solo so yeah fingers crossed that this one does good so let's just take a pause there this year 2019 we're going to see episode 9 of star wars the end of this trilogy we're going to see Avengers Endgame, which is like a huge, huge movie event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see the first female-led Marvel Studios movie with Captain Marvel. We're going to see a new live-action Spider-Man movie with Far From Home. I mean, like <laughs> just those four movies. Like, wow, this is shaping up to be a huge year for geeks right i mean yeah. that that alone just those four movies we just mentioned right um so yeah hold on tight strap in because uh there's some big stuff coming out this year mm-hmm. continuing off of the idea you're having about like end of the year stuff yeah it's also going to be the last season for game of thrones oh my gosh yeah yeah um yeah, I mean, yeah, you're referring to just like kind of closing the chapter on yeah. stuff, whether it's the end of a Star Wars trilogy or an end of a phase in Marvel Studios. Um, 
I mean, yeah, this, I mean, to a lot of people, this tops it all, right? The mm-hmm. end of Game of Thrones. This is tremendous. Um, what are people going to do on Sunday nights now after <laughs> Game of Thrones is over? Yeah. Well, with Game of Thrones, I've never felt like it's like part of my like weekly routine because the seasons are short and they're kind of done quickly, you know? That's true. Um, so, I mean, look at, you know, the, the next batch of episodes we're going to get. There were will be released so far after the last batch, right? Um, so I've never felt like, oh, this is just like part of my mm-hmm. my uh, regular routine. Um, more so, I feel like it's kind of like what we've been talking about, like event type stuff, mm-hmm. like big uh, milestone moments. And for sure, yeah, the end of Game of Thrones, like mm-hmm. everyone's going to be talking about this stuff when uh, when it releases, mm-hmm. right? So here's the million-dollar question. Who do you think is going to take the throne at the end of the series? That is the question, isn't it? Um, yeah, not something I've thought about, like, a lot, a lot. Um, but, you know, if I were a betting man, I think I'd put my money on Bran Stark. You oh, know, well, yeah, I mean, maybe not the first person a lot of people think of because, you know, he's he's a little guy and he's he's not uh, physically strong, uh, but he's got powers. He can warg. <laughs> I mean, the warging is huge, right? The fact that he could potentially warg a dragon. Um, he could potentially warg an ice dragon. You know, he, he's just got the potential for greatness, you know, that... Um, could possibly supersede any other character on the show. So yeah. that's my pick right now. How about you? I think I'm going to put money on Tyrion Lannister. Oh, interesting. Why do you say that? Just because, you know, obviously people are going to see their obvious choices are either going to be um, Daenerys or Jon Snow. Yeah. But I feel like that's such an obvious choice. It seems like, too obvious, yeah. Uh-huh. And Tyrion, I mean, that also seems like an obvious choice, but he gets overshadowed by the the power couple. Okay, okay, yeah. You know, that's a solid pick because Tyrion, he just got a way for getting shit done. For surviving. For surviving, for making the right moves, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's solid. Now, one thing that crossed my mind is... I would not put it past the creators of this show to have a major downer ending and maybe seeing the Night King on that Iron Throne. <laughs> um, first off, do you think that's a possibility? And B, if it happened, what would you think? How would you feel? Uh, okay, to answer your first question, I never, okay, I haven't thought of, I've never thought of that yeah. before you brought me up, so... <laughs> Um, it definitely, I guess. No, I mean, he doesn't care about, about thrones and all that. He just cares about being like the king of the dead. That's true. That's, uh-huh. that's major, major props, uh, yeah. for that observation. So when I say he takes the throne, I, I'm just saying like, like he's the only one surviving. He, he conquers all the uh-huh. white walkers win. Uh-huh. <laughs> they took over all of Westeros. Uh-huh. And two, if that were to happen, I feel like you'd cry. <laughs> I wouldn't cry. I'd just kind of be like, really? All this hype for all these, like, kingdoms fighting each other? You're just going to, like, give it to, like, this, I don't know, like, character who has, like, who has no personality <laughs> and nobody's cared about since the beginning? Yeah. I don't think they would do it. But um, if the show was more like its uh, earlier episodes, you know, like the... Uh, the death of Ned Stark type stuff, uh-huh. uh, Red Wedding type stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I could see them doing some crazy stuff like that, uh, but uh, at this point, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. No. It, it'd just be too much of, of a downer, and and there'd be so many people who'd just be like rioting and pissed off. You know, I don't see it. 
Some people will cancel their HBO services. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> right. I think that's going to happen anyway. You know, people are going to cancel it regardless. But, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shit. GOT, man. That's uh, coming out this year as well. So what else you got? Um, I, this is exciting. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. So, I mean, we've talked about some cool movies that we're looking forward to. Some not-so-hot movies that we both agreed are shazam <laughs> you know it's funny earlier we were talking about the success of dc of aquaman now i feel like it's going like what is gonna happen what's mm-hmm. dc gonna do to capitalize that oh their answer is shazam it's like oh man <laughs> no why <laughs> the uh the dc movies are in a pretty interesting place right now because uh with the success of aquaman yeah you know the the conversation changes again you know like after justice league there was a lot of doom and gloom and uh people were wondering like what's gonna happen and now that aquaman has been successful i think there's more confusion than ever it's like oh so i guess the dc eu will continue on now uh but in what way it's yeah i don't know it's 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 weird um but yeah like you're saying both of us are kind of in agreement that the shazam movie looks pretty bad and uh yeah i'm not i'm not looking forward to that one to Mm -hmm. say the least i'm not looking forward to either but knowing my friend christian since he's a big dc fan i'm gonna be end up being dragged to go watch this movie okay. anyway so i'll let you know how it is <laughs> that sounds like a plan okay um yeah that's something we haven't touched upon too much the least anticipated shows and movies of the year uh what other least anticipated ones you got for me my opinion is new mutants okay i think i was pretty excited when it was first announced but now it's like just keeps getting pushed back and back and back yeah um and at this point i just don't know how it's gonna turn out like if like the studio got involved so much that it turned if fox like made so many changes that just turns out so differently than how it was supposed to be done and it just it's gonna be a mess like justice league you know, with the change of directors and creative differences. Yeah. That's how I kind of see New Mutants. Yeah, with, be, with all know. the scheduling changes and all that, it just, it just, uh, it's a bad sign, you know. Um, the trailer that did come out did make it look pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to get too excited about this one just because there's so many question marks around it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, speaking on the X-Men universe, a film that I'm, I mean, I'm not excited for, I'm looking forward to is Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Uh-huh. That one's also another movie that also got pushed back to a June release. Yeah. We yeah. originally said it was going to be released on Valentine's Day this year, but this is getting pushed back. Um, I think it's going to be the last X-Men film that Fox is going to have the rights to before the X-Men rights get transferred to over to Disney and Mm -hmm. Marvel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but with the latest success of Days of Future Past and First Class, I think I have a little bit of high hopes for Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as stoked about this one i saw the trailer and i was not blown away by it and um this movie like new mutants has a lot of question marks around it you know like it had some scheduling changes also um but this this whole uh disney acquiring fox thing um like i think some people are wondering oh is this gonna like lead the current X-Men into the MCU? And the answer to that is no. You know, the, 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 this current incarnation of X-Men has nothing to do with uh, the X-Men who will be in the Marvel Studios movies, you know, under Disney ownership, mm-hmm. right? So leave that anticipation aside. You know, like, 
it has this will have nothing to do with any of that okay um will there be some sort of nod to the x-men in endgame maybe you know um i'll be looking for that you know i'll be yeah. looking for a little easter egg maybe something at the end mid-credit scene post-credit scene we might get a little nugget you know you know actually speaking on that um man i don't know what how true this is or not but if you google like hugh jackman films yeah end game is underneath it <laughs> is that right uh-huh. so is that just people hoping it's gonna happen or something or what i, I, I mean i don't know like yeah, I mean, like you, you Google that. I don't. We might see Wolverine pop up. We might just see Hugh Jackman being in the show or in the movie. But you never know. You never know. Although I seriously doubt we'll see Hugh Jackman. What I do think we might see is some sort of reference to Wolverine. So maybe a post a post credit scene where we see the silhouette of. Logan, you know, uh, it could happen. You know, I could definitely see that happening, which would be awesome. Um, that could happen. But going back to my previous note, uh, Dark Phoenix has nothing to do with any of this. And um, I get a real meh feeling from that movie. Um, so I'm not exactly looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Let's see. Another film I'm looking forward to is Detective Pikachu. Okay. Just because, you know, I grew up with Pokemon. This is going to be the first film to have CGI live-action Pokemon. Okay. That's coming out actually a week after in Endgame. Oh, interesting. So it's going to come out in May. Um, so when you say you grew up with Pokemon, like to what extent? Like, like, did you I, play I, with Pokemon yeah, toys? Yeah, I watched, I watched, I watched the, the TV show, the anime show, the U.S. Okay. version. Okay. And I played on Game Boy up until the DS came out, and then I couldn't play Pokemon games anymore because okay. I didn't have a DS. Okay. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's uh, some deep-seated fandom here. Uh-huh. Okay, so, I mean, I, I have... Uh, I have never had anything to do with Pokemon, so I, I'm definitely uh, not looking forward to this one. But uh, I'm curious to th- to see what uh, you think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you're not looking forward to, or anything you want to talk about that you're excited for? Well, um, so before we started recording here, you started to list out like movie releases. I had no idea these movies are coming out mm-hmm. uh, this year. So one you mentioned is Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. which is a uh, I guess a reboot from uh, an old Stephen King adaptation movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the trailer for this one, and it, I don't know. It looked kind of corny to me, so I'm not really looking forward to that one. Uh, you mentioned there's a a new Fast and the Furious movie coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, there's another one. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, number nine, number ten. I have no idea. Yeah, I. Uh, I would be okay if the world did not uh, have another uh, Fast and the Furious movie ever again. So I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I never. Yeah. yeah I, I think the last one I watched was number five. I don't. Okay. I didn't even watch the one where it was Paul Walker's last one. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. I think that was seven, I think. But, I think, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, um, yeah, but you know, I don't want to be too negative. I, I, I don't really have a lot of movies I'm, like, dreading. Well, speaking of Stephen King and Pet Cemetery, there's It Part 2. Oh, okay. Did, I'll go see that for did sure. Did you ever watch the first one? I did. I mean, not the original, but uh, the, the first installment uh-huh. that came out, what, a couple of years ago now? It came out, l- not 2017, not okay. 2018. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So 20, this next, the chapter two, do you know what is going to happen? I've heard uh, a loose premise. It's like these kids uh, growing up, right? They're yeah. like, they're, they're, they're like a lot older. I think they're like in their, and they're like... Uh, Middle age years, right? Yeah, because you know it, it 
in the storyline, it only shows up like uh, like every thirty or forty years or right, something like that. Right, right, right. So the next time it shows up is like yeah, when they're like in their forties or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Um, they already got. I think they already announced the cast of who's gonna play who. Mm-hmm, like right. all the kids, like um, James McAvoy, he's gonna be in it. Right, playing yeah. Bill. Yep, and uh, Jessica Chastain is in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so some pretty high-caliber actors, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, that's different from the first It. You know, that was mainly unknowns. It was the kid from Stranger Things. That's true. That's true. Uh Yeah, he's a big deal now, right? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Which also Stranger Things season three comes out this year. Oh, really? Uh Okay. Well, there's another big one. On the 4th of July. Oh, damn. Okay. So we got a lot of big things happening uh-huh. in 2019, for sure. What else? Did you ever watch Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched every episode to date. Okay. I mean, I'm not, like, sipping the Kool-Aid like crazy, super fan or anything, but, you know. You just I've... watch it if it was on or when the sh- new show came on. New yeah, s- a part of it is, like, the whole water cooler aspect where I want to oh, be yeah, a part yeah. of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I have enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm uh, super, super into it, but, yeah, it's a good show for sure. No, same. I remember when we went to the Toy Expo yeah. panel and that one kid who plays Will. Yes. He was in it and how they were talking about like all these like scenes and characters from the show. I was like, oh man, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly. And no, we're going down this list and there's a lot of shows and movies coming out this year. Um, But uh, there's so much content now, you know, it's really easy to forget like little details especially with TV shows, right, Um, with the episodic nature. And um, even some of my top shows right now, I rarely watch them more than once, right, because there's just so much to watch, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, So, yeah, it is hard to remember those those little details. Yeah. So continuing off, um, 2019 is basically going to be a big year for Disney, Besides Marvel and Star Wars, we got other films coming out. Films that I'm looking forward to, like Toy Story 4, The Lion King, and then some not-so-films like Aladdin. Okay. Um, Now, this is the live-action Aladdin, Aladdin, uh, right, with Will Smith. Will Smith playing Genie. (laughs) That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Who exactly is... uh looking forward to this movie i don't know <laughs> people who watched aladdin that was not me <laughs> it wasn't me either but i mean even if you really like the original animated movie are you really like clamoring for a live action remake i, I don't know i mean I, maybe i don't know enough about this this world but uh i mean that's just you know that's just disney making running out of ideas and making a whole bunch <laughs> of remakes live live action films like Lion King you yeah know, right which has an amazing cast it has um what's his name Childish Gambino what's his real name oh though? Donald Glover yeah Donald Glover playing Simba oh really you have Beyonce being the voice of um what's what's the female tiger's name um Nanya okay I think so and you you just got an amazing cast um the original voice of mufasa he's gonna reprise reprise his role okay um excited for that one toy story 4 i am the biggest toy story fan i love all the toy story movies toy story 3 made me cry so much i don't know how this the fourth one's gonna what what new idea is gonna happen Mm -hmm. but i've heard like Tim Allen and Tom Hanks both saying that they had to like stop the voicing because they just got emotional reading the script and everything. Oh, so really? I don't know how they could top Toy Story three, but if I don't know, I don't know if they're just saying it for promotion's sake or whatever. But I'm looking forward to this one. Um, any thoughts on those for you? Um, well, these movies you've listed just now, I'm not super into (laughs) 
um, I, uh, you know, you pose the question, oh, what was the female character in Lion King? I don't know because I've never seen the Lion King. You've never seen Lion King? I've never seen it. Oh my God. You know, uh, I'll go back to uh, our last episode where I mentioned I'm not big into animated movies, you know, Mm -hmm. when I was talking about Spider-Verse and all that. Um, this is a true statement. I've never seen The Lion King. Oh my god! Um, I've never seen Aladdin. Uh, um, no, that's, not, that's not. No one cares. Sure. Okay. Okay. See, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the distinction. I don't know. Like, I, I know like Lion King is beloved, obviously, but um, yeah. I mean, I just don't know a whole lot about this stuff. You know, um, I've seen a few Pixar movies, um, but uh, you know, I haven't seen Cars, for example. Oh, man, uh, that's not another one you know. Oh, about. really? Okay. Um, I've seen you know Wall-E and Toy Story one and two. I have not seen Toy Story three which is probably shocking to you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying Toy Story 3 is really good, huh? Oh my gosh, it is amazing. Just because Toy Story 3, I think, follows... It really plays a key to its target audience when the first one came out. Mm-hmm. So Toy Story 3, by the time it comes out, it grows with you. Like, if you're, like, a five-year-old watching the first movie, like, Toy Story 3 came out in 2011... So that was like 17 years later. So if you're like five years old watching the first one, 17 years later, you're going to be like 22 watching the third one. Mm-hmm. And that's how much the characters age in the toys oh, in okay. the third one. So it's like a journey and it t- it like hits all the feelings. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. So, hey, maybe we should do another one of these swap type things, you know, how we did with the horror movies, like... I introduce one to you, and you introduce one to me. Maybe we can do something like that yeah. for uh, for a different genre, like animated movies or something like Why that. We do at least like five. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. But uh, oh, let me ask you this: um, Have you seen um, like the classic anime movies, like Akira or Ghost in the Shell? Um, the only anime movies I saw was um, with that anime film called kiki's delivery oh yeah 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 uh-huh. from the, the studio ghibli yeah right? yeah okay uh-huh. oh but you so you haven't seen akira or ghost in the shell and mm-hmm. you haven't seen any other miyazaki movies other than no. kiki's delivery service uh-huh. okay so i think we got some potential here like mm-hmm. you can maybe introduce your favorite uh disney animated movies to me and i can int- introduce some of these uh these uh, uh, Japanese-influenced yeah. uh, or Japanese-made uh, animated movies, yeah. So uh, there, there we go. Something to, to do for, then, for an upcoming yeah. <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay, but moving on here with our 2019 uh, uh, look ahead. Um, so, yeah, there's we talked about Punisher earlier. Yeah, let's two. get into some TV. We talked a lot of movies. So how about some TV shows? Uh-huh. Punisher season two is coming out, We're and uh, yeah, you mentioned it comes out in less than two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a big one. I'm I'm super looking forward to it. You know, um, this might be the most anticipated TV show of the year for me. You know, um, yes, Game of Thrones is coming out, but uh, in terms of like the stuff, I'm a fan of like i'm a bigger fan of the punisher show than game of thrones um you know i talked about how stranger things is like oh i'm just watching it to sort of like keep up with the joneses sort of thing (laughs) there's a little bit of that with game of thrones um there's no question like game of thrones is an awesome show and i'm not just watching it to like stay in the conversation um, but in terms of just being a fan of stuff, like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm like more of a Punisher fan than Game of Thrones. So bring on Frank Castle, man. I can't wait for season two. And, you know, it's coming really soon. Yeah, really exactly. Soon. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk way more in depth next time we meet up with Punisher since we actually on our next episode, we will hopefully have watch, been watched. That's the plan. That's the plan. Punisher season two. So we'll have more opinionated yes thing review for 
Punisher. Yeah. But besides that, the other Marvel Netflix show that's coming out this year is Jessica Jones season three. Yep. Maybe the final Marvel Netflix show, right? Because if it follows the trend that we've been seeing, uh, Punisher will be canceled after season two, and then Jessica Jones will be canceled after season three, thus ending all of it. You know, uh, it'll be Luke Cage. Iron Fist, Daredevil, Punisher, and Jessica Jones gone, right? Yeah. Gone like they were snapped away. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that might be it. Um, you know, uh, I highly enjoyed Jessica Jones season two, so I'm looking forward to season three also. Mm-hmm. And right now, currently, Runaway season two is out. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's like, it's happening right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a show to look forward to that I need to watch also because I totally forgot about it until I signed it into Hulu this morning. <laughs> ah, there you go. See, I don't have Hulu, so even though I did see season one, I don't think I'm going to watch season two because uh, I don't have access. And there's like so much out there to watch, right? Uh-huh. Including... Uh, the next season of Cloak and Dagger pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. That one comes out in June, I believe. Yeah, and I know that neither of us were huge fans of this show, um, but I do love these characters in the comics, and I think there's a lot of potential. I have uh, some optimism here for Cloak and Dagger. I'm going to watch season two, and um, yeah, I think it could be good. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, more TV uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 6 is coming out in the summer right which is not going to be the final season isn't that no, right yeah they already announced that this another season is being renewed so it's gonna, there's also going to have a season 7 but it's going to be interesting to see how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to play because historically Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always done like a storyline around the MCU films yeah. So the fact that this one's coming out after Endgame, I don't know how it's going to play. Oh, yeah. And what ideas they have for future for the future. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And let's see. This season this year is also marks the final season for Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Um I don't know, do you watch that show? Uh, no, I used to watch it a little bit, but I haven't watched it in a long time. I love that show. I feel like it's such a... I, I don't know why so many geeks don't like it. They think that it tries too hard yeah. to be geekish. Yeah, I think there's an aspect of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I love the inside jokes, like the Star Wars, Game of Thrones references and everything. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. What season are they on now? Um, it's got to be way up there, right? I want to say like season 11, something like oh that. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, also later this year, Joker comes out starting Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. I was going to ask you, which Joker is it? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the, the, yeah, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, which is uh, directed by Todd Phillips, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So this could be interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely be uh, keeping keeping an eye on on that mm-hmm. one. I mean, yeah, one I'm uh, Joaquin Phoenix always does. He always gives a hundred and ten percent commitment to any performance he ever does. So I'm excited to see how this turns out. Um, yeah, I think it's like the only DC film I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else you're looking forward to for 2019? I think we covered it, man. Um, yeah. Any uh, any last thoughts here? Like, yeah, maybe we'll go through just like the the top of the pile here. I think we already mentioned the end game is kind of like our most anticipated thing of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any anything else you want to highlight? I, I think uh, you are really looking forward to Captain Marvel, right? That's a big one for you. I am. Yeah. 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 I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, maybe not as much as you. Um, but you know, that's kind of the beauty of the Marvel studios and movies. Now it's, um, it can be a character that you're not really invested in, 
but you just have to watch it to see what's gonna happen right like yeah. how is captain marvel gonna tie into endgame like i cannot wait to see like how it all pieces together right and then similarly with spider-man far from home like you know um homecoming is is a lot of fun that's a, that's a really fun movie and um I'm looking forward to the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, but I'm just as excited about how is it going to like fit in this huge puzzle, right? Like um it's the first movie, it's the first uh MCU movie after Endgame, so like what is it exactly? Is it going to take place in the same dimension as Homecoming? Is it a new dimension? Is it the same Peter Parker we know? Like, you know, is he gonna, like, uh, go from the dusted Spider-Man and uh, reform and he's not the same? Or I mean, there's so many questions, right? So um, there's just a lot of curiosity. Mm. A lot of curiosity. It'd be interesting if they also bring out, like, because of the success of into the Spider-Verse, if they bring in, like, Spider-Gwen or Miles Morales. I mean, not, like, full-on characters, but at least, like, mention names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, uh, you said a mouthful there, you know, with the acclaim that Spider-Verse has gotten, you know, uh, you have to think that Kevin Feige and the folks at Marvel Studios are having that conversation how are we going to introduce Miles Morales into the MCU, right? You know it's going to happen. Um, how are they going to do it, though? You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll and, see. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get a, a little tease of it in Far From Home. And, um, you know, I mentioned Miles Morales. It could be uh, Spider-Gwen, it could be any number of other Spider-Verse characters we saw from Into the Spider-Verse. So there's a, there's a world of possibilities. A world of possibilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing's for sure, though, 2019 is going to be a year for pop culture. It, yeah. A lot of big headlines. Disney, Warner Brothers, Sony, um, all these major studios, they got good films coming out this year that we could look forward to yeah yeah and you know we did our 2018 recap previously and it felt like 2018 was like a big geek year but i mean i can already tell that 2019 is gonna be like you know on another level from 2018 right yeah so like because we had infinity war Black Panther and Daredevil season three last year. It just felt like, oh shit, 2018 was big. But like, it didn't have a single new episode of Game of Thrones. It didn't have a Star Wars episode. You know, there's all the stuff it was lacking that we're gonna get this year, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think 2019 is just gonna be the year to be spoiled. The year to be spoiled. Oh, the spoilers, yeah. Um, oh, you know, maybe that's the last thing we can talk about. We talked a bit about the preparation for Endgame. Um, we didn't talk about the preparation for trying not to get spoiled to Endgame, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember for Infinity War, it was tricky, right? I mean, just... There was this buzz in the air. You know, everyone was thinking about it. And um, there was this legit fear that you might get spoiled to some plot points, right? Uh, so number one, you know, I do plan on doing what I did with Infinity War for Endgame. And that's to see it as soon as humanly possible, <laughs> you know. So that opening Thursday night, yeah, I'm going to be there. Or I'm going to try my hardest to be there, right? Um, you know, I did that for Infinity War, and even then, like, there were some, like, some landmines <laughs> in my, in my, uh, periphery, because, um, I saw a later show, you know, I saw, like, a 10-ish p.m. show of Infinity War, and, um, the previous show let out before I went in, right, so all these people were walking by me that had just seen it, right? So, like, 
maybe that's the one thing I gotta be most careful about. Because if you're at the theater and you avoided all the spoilers up to that point, you might let your guard down a little bit, right? You might be like, okay, I'm here, I'm ready, you know, bring it on. Um, you might want to be careful there, like uh, having some earphone, uh, some uh, uh, earbuds. That might be the way to go because <laughs> I didn't get spoiled, but it did cross my mind. It's like, oh shit, wouldn't it be pretty damn ironic if I got spoiled right before I walked into the theater? You know, it could happen. Yeah, like you know, someone in a fit of emotion be like, oh my god, I can't believe, you know, like Black Panther, Spider Man, and and the uh, Winter Soldier all turn to dust you know I, yeah. someone could could have said that right because they're just like caught up in the moment and then mm. boom spoiled so uh yeah so that's I, you know i'm glad i'm talking through because i want to do that i want to <laughs> bring some some headphones and like block out the world as i enter the theater yeah. any thoughts on your end about preparation and avoiding spoilers and that sort of thing um no they have social media. That's a that's a Ooh, for sure. <laughs> good tip. Yeah. Good um, tip. You, you know, um, uh, Marvel Studios movies do tend to be released earlier overseas. Um, I don't think that's the case with uh, Endgame because um, I think they aligned the Infinity War release worldwide. So I don't think there's that fear with uh end game uh but just just be watch out you know like you said stay off social media it's just it's, it's just a spoiler waiting to happen yeah but yeah so any final words or thoughts henry um no nah, final word is i'm excited you know um there's a lot of exciting things uh to come this year so uh um uh, should be a fun year yeah go 2019 yeah and with that we can wrap up the episode this is farewell from henry and perfurio